To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Today we're looking at Disney resorts. We're going to be looking at the hotels in Disney. We're going to be looking at a couple things like planning tips, reviewing Coronado Springs, some coping, and maybe a little history while we're at it. So, Brian, what's your first planning tip? Well, I thought we should talk about online check-in. Uh, it's kind of a confusing thing for people. So uh, we did it on our last trip. It was pretty slick. You go online, say, yep, I'm coming or I'm here or whatever. And then as soon as your room is ready, they'll send you a text and let you know where to go. Um, and the cool thing about that is that you can go straight to your room. You don't have to stop in the lobby and check in. Uh, you can go there and use your magic band to get in or even your phone at this point. Um, so I think that's a pretty cool way to get in, saves you some, saves you some time and gets you into the, the resort and gets you on your vacation a lot quicker. Definitely. One of the big things I use online check-in for is in the past, I, before you had to check in around like three o'clock. So then after you're all done check be, being checked in and everything, it's probably, it's probably four o'clock. So you're, you wouldn't be able to get into a park until like maybe four thirty at the earliest. Um, and so I always kind of treated that as like a half day at magic kingdom. Um, and so I would, I would, uh, check in or go to magic kingdom. Basically it, like it was already starting to get dark. Uh, I would be there for the fireworks and everything and have some nighttime at the park. But now that online check-in exists, what you can do is you can actually check in that day uh, online and then you can just get on your flight, get in at whatever, whatever time you want to want to get into Orlando uh, and then head straight to the parks. That's, that's what I do. And I love being able to do that because it, you usually wanted to like have like a buffer day where you get there and like you kind of get all settled and then you go to the parks. Uh, I not being made of money, I was never really able to do something like that. So I'd always plan that first day getting there into my park days. Uh, and now with online check-in, you can actually have that entire day at the parks and not worry about being there and checking in and getting a room key and everything. You can, I, like you just walk around the park and eventually you get a text message of your room number and then you go to the resort and you tap your magic band, your door opens. Um, and it's amazing with um, bag check too, because they, they get your bags and they bring your bags to your room and everything. And it's just, everything's taken care of. And it's so cool 
the way all all of that works because it, it basically lets you just show up to Orlando and go straight to the parks. And I, I love that because I would always have to spend like a half day my first day. And it, it's it's super perfect for the way that I, that I want to function at Disney because as soon as I get there, I want to go straight to the parks. Yeah, and the cool thing is that the check-in desk and or the front desk anyway is going to be open all night long so if you're out you can go and pick up that the paperwork they like to give you when you first check in um and you can pick up magic bands if you had ordered them and they're waiting Mm -hmm. for you something like that uh you can do all that midnight maybe Mm -hmm. middle of the night go get your stuff no lines nobody (laughs) walking around you you know uh Saves you a lot of time to do that. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you can check in like 30 days ahead of time if you want. Yep. And and that's usually a good idea because you can put room notes into that online check-in. And it's usually a good idea if you want a room in a special spot or if you want... Um, not a preferred room, but like if you if you want a room in a certain area, if you want to request a certain room, put that into your notes, into your, in your online check-in, and then you'll have the best possible, um, you'll, you'll have the best chances of being granted those room requests if you do that 30 days in advance. Yeah, it's a, it's a great tool, uh, something you should definitely look into. Um, if you have reservations thinking that maybe you're not going to make it for some reason, Mm-hmm. You know, like we originally said, you can do it that day on your way down if you want. You don't mm-hmm. have to do it so early, but yeah, it's a great option. Yeah, it's a really cool option. I feel like it's definitely another um, step in the right direction with making your vacation that much easier and utilizing magic bands to their fullest. Cool. So next we're going to review a resort i recently stayed at coronado springs i say recently this was about a year ago (laughs) but i i stayed at coronado springs kind of right after everything was finished um this resort has recently been updated and honestly at this point it's it's pretty much a it's like a deluxe resort now yeah yeah moderate price Exactly. And that, that's what I loved about it. Um, we can go ahead and, and talk about what these words mean too. So you can probably figure out that deluxe means probably the, the more expensive option. Um, moderate is kind of more in the middle. Um, and then, and then value resorts are the cheapest option. And then you also have things in there like campgrounds and stuff like that. Uh, but there's basically those three tiers to resort hotels at Disney. So Coronado Springs is considered a moderate resort, but after all of these updates, uh, they put in the new tower. Um, the Grand Destino Tower. The Grand Destino Tower. Um, and it's really kind of upped this plus if you will this resort up into a deluxe resort but without the deluxe price tag which is which is really great um 
so when I stayed there, I did online check-ins, so I was able to just go. I actually went straight to uh, the parks to go meet my sister, who was actually uh, she got on a plane from her tour to come see us, and so I actually met her at the parks right right away. I didn't even take Magical Express. We just got on an Uber and just went straight to uh, uh, Magic Kingdom. But Coronado Springs is really cool. They actually, the lobby at Coronado Springs is in Grand Decino Tower. The lobby used to be kind of like where the con- convention center is. Um, and on that, this is a convention center resort. This is there. They do a lot of conventions at this resort. So it's completely possible that you end up staying at this resort when it's just full of either business people or, um, a lot of um, not cheerleaders because they all go to All Star. <laughs> Sometimes they go on to Coronado now because yeah. they have the space for them. Uh, but it's a it's a really it's a big resort and it's got giant con- convention center areas and so it's it's really kind of considered one of those those resorts that's used for a lot of conventions. Uh, so be aware of that that it's not always going to be your typical. DZ vacation type people at this resort. Um, when I was there, I didn't really get that vibe. And I was there over Thanksgiving. So that's the big possibility because it was Thanksgiving and there weren't any really conventions happening. But I have heard that before that that there's a possibility of big conventions happening and, and business people kind of being everywhere. So be aware of that. Yeah, so we stayed on our honeymoon um, some 20 years ago, <laughs> and uh, it was it was interesting. I, it was recommended to us back then. I didn't, I wasn't the Disney fan I am now. I wasn't mm-hmm. as knowledgeable as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very quiet. We were just out. We were right next to one of the quiet pools, which was awesome because we could go hang out there. Um, on a whim and mm-hmm. you know and there was room for us um the thing about coronado is that there is a pretty large lake that is in the middle of it and so when we would you know we had our refillable mugs and so we would come back from a park and we would want to go refill our mugs well it, it was a good walk <laughs> over to the um pepper market is what it was Mm -hmm. called then it was a good walk over to the pepper market and they uh it it would you know it it would take some discussion between us if we wanted to make the walk at that (laughs) point uh it the nice thing now with all these changes is that they've put three bridges in the middle of this lake um if i could take step back a second the the lake i want to say the paths around it are a good mile oh yeah oh yeah Um, that's accurate so anyway they they put this three bridges in the middle of the lake and it really cuts that off now you can cross the lake Mm -hmm. yeah so having those three bridges it's really great to be able to cross the lake and get over there not not have to walk quite as far Mm -hmm. yeah and there's also a um isn't there like a, a bar in the middle called Three Bridges? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, and uh, from what I hear, it's wonderful. Yeah, I would. I, I walked past it every single time I went on those on those bridges. I never. I was never able to, to kind of get in there. One one note about me: when I go to Disney, I I love a good resort, but a lot of times I'm not in the resorts too terribly much. Um, I'm in them long enough to kind of really get to do all the things I want to do in the resorts, but I'm, but really I'm, I'm going to the parks. Uh, that's, that's kind of my jam when I'm out at Disney world, which is why so, so often I would stay at, at all stars and stuff like that because I wouldn't really be out there too much, but it's really cool being in these, these big resorts that are meant to have all these cool amenities. And that was one thing that I wish that I had done was stop at that bar in the middle of, middle of the lake but i n- I never got to <laughs> yeah i really gotta get over there and and try some of those new places mm-hmm. so this resort is it's actually pretty sprawling brian talked about how there's there's a lake in the middle and there's these paths and there are actually this is and this is kind of a theme with a bunch of these disney resorts is they have different areas I can't. I cannot remember <laughs> the names of of all these areas at Coronado Springs, but there. I want to say there's three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we stayed in the casitas, which is kind of the furthest back yeah, from yep. the check-in area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we we stayed there too. Um, and it's it's a trek to get back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that they they all kind of have different names, and and sometimes with different resorts, they have different themes. Um. But that's 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 a a big trend with these Disney resorts, and that's kind of it's a little bit of a necess- necessity with Disney because they have to have so many rooms because there's such a high demand with staying with Disney, and um, some of the big perks with staying at a Disney hotel are you get early access into the parks. Uh, they're called extra magic hours. So you can either get in, it depends on how they have the park hours set up. You can either get in early, uh, a couple hours early, or stay a couple hours later than the normal park guests. You do have to have your, um, you do have to have your magic band with your hotel linked to it because they will, they will scan that whenever you try to get on a ride. I have noticed, um, fun fact, here's a pro tip for you. I have noticed that if if in your group just the first person has the hotel registered to their magic band they can tap it and then they'll let you all go they won't individually stop every single person it's basically just the first person that's in your group they'll check that and then everybody else will get to go we had we had to do that um recently because my sister's boyfriend came with us um to our most recent stay but he wasn't technically staying in the resort he was staying he actually <laughs> so he went on tour with my sister and he had a van that he decked out with all of uh everything that he needed to to live in for probably about like three or four months um and so he ended up using that and he kind of meandered around florida for a little bit um but he he came with us to uh, two of the parks and so we had uh, we were kind of worried about him being able to stay for extra magic hours, but it works out because they really only uh, check that first person in your group, and that is also getting into the parks early too. So 
that's your little pro tip for uh, if you have people who want to utilize extra magic hours in your group, but they're not necessarily, they don't have uh, all of that stuff linked to their magic bands. Just make sure the first person in your group has all that stuff linked and then they'll let you in. So going back to how big Coronado Springs is, they have uh, an internal bus system. So uh, you mentioned the different areas of the uh, resort. Um, each one of those areas has their own bus stop. Uh, that can be a blessing and it can be a curse because <laughs> if you're in that first group and you get on the bus, you're stopping at those other three stops until you get up to the lobby where then you're going to get off and you're going to go over and get on another bus and get, you know, go off to Disney Springs or a park. Uh, sometimes it's just easier to, to walk it. Yeah, I know. I, I, when I stayed there, I utilized the, the bus service and it, it wasn't too terrible. It kind of, I mean, you definitely had extra stops. Um, but I've, I've, run across that before with staying at value resorts like the all-stars and stuff like that so because at the all-stars they pick pretty much everybody up who were staying at the all-stars and then go out to the parks and so uh it's, it's kind of that same thing only with with run one resort and it's not too terrible it adds like maybe like like five ten minutes to your um expected time to get to parks but it's but it's not that bad. But it just kind of like shows you how sprawling these resorts are. That there's like three pickup areas for people uh, to get on onto these buses. So that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah, it can be nice if you're staying, you know, like in the casitas or or in that third area. You might want to jump on the bus. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's a circle, so the casitas are going to be the furthest out. Um, but you know, you can also walk right through the lobby and head over to the pathway around the lake, which at night is beautiful. You know, Disney does everything right, I think. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. So <laughs> um, to walk around that lake at night is just beautiful. Lake is like glass. The uh, lights are all lit up and um, the temple at the pool, the great big pool they've got there, yeah, that's beautiful to see and it's you know it's a really nice walk at night yeah and and now with grand decino tower that just like adds so much to these photo ops at coronado springs it's it's really amazing that that tower is is very very cool we could we could spend an entire episode just kind of talking about that grand decino tower i'm sure we will at some point (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the nice, the neat thing they've got in the tower now is club club level, which they've mm-hmm. never had in a in a moderately priced resort, uh, and people are saying that it rivals some of these deluxe resorts that mm-hmm. you would pay even more for. So, uh, I definitely want to go and try try that uh, tower out and see some of the views even that they have there. Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, and, and it's a pretty tall tower, and it's got it's got two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's got two restaurants inside of it. Um, it's a Dahlia Lounge up there, and then Toledo, I believe. Yes. Yep. Is up there, mm-hmm. which is a a restaurant. Yeah. 
Cool. So I, I would have to say um, Coronado Springs so far has been my favorite stay. Um, so, so far out of all the places that I've stayed, it's, it's been my favorite. It's, it's the most lavish place that I've stayed so far. I've, I've stayed at a lot of uh, value resorts just because I really don't, I don't hang out at the resort too terribly much. I love the resorts. They're all, they're all so cool, but I'm just not there all that much. I've stayed at all-star sports, all-star music. I've never stayed at movies. I've stayed at um, Art of Animation. I actually really enjoy Art of Animation. They have those um, family suites. Those family suites are so cool. And just yeah. yes, they are. Each each area that's that's themed out there is so cool. We stayed in the the cars theme area, and they have like little character spots where you can take pictures with all the different cars, and it's just it's very cool. Um, but I'd have to say Coronado Springs is definitely so far my my favorite stay at Disney World. What about you, Brian? What's your favorite stay? Oh boy, um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'll have to I'd have to say that of where places we've actually stayed, I'm gonna have to say Coronado as well, just because <laughs> that was where our honeymoon was, um, and so it's kind of got a special spot for me right now. You know, mm-hmm. I've stayed at uh, music, I've stayed at movies. And we've stayed at both pop and art of animation mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they're all wonderful. But when you get into a Valley resort, you're also getting the busy crowds mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a lot of people there. Uh, so when you spend a little bit more money, you're getting a little bit quieter of a place, um, which, you know, that kind of brings us to the deluxe resorts where you're, paying for a nice room, lots of amenities, maybe not a reason to go to a park. There's so much more to do. Mm-hmm. So um, one of these days I'll get to stay in one of those places. <laughs> yeah. And even with, uh, even with COVID happening right now, it's, it's been really tempting to just book a deluxe resort and just go down to go down to Disney and just stay at a deluxe resort and not even think about going into going into a park. However, I just I just know that if I was that close to a Disney park, I'd I'd find a way to get in. So it would just turn into a normal Disney vacation for me anyways. <laughs> um so one cool thing about these resorts is you don't necessarily have to be staying at that resort to go to that resort you actually don't have to be staying at the resort at all to be going to be checking out these resorts Um, and that's one cool thing that you can do is resort hopping and kind of moving around these different resorts and kind of experiencing some of the things that these resorts have to offer and possibly finding another place to stay next time Uh, something that i love to do is just going on the monorail loop and going from resort to resort to resort and just kind of like hanging out at these amazing resorts that they have around magic kingdom yeah the resort hopping has been a big thing for us too we uh, when my wife and i got to go on our trip by ourselves a couple of years ago we actually chose to stay at a valley resort we stayed at the all-star movies 
but it was just a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we didn't stay there much. We got up in the morning, we went to a park, we um, went to dinner somewhere else mm-hmm. and would come back to the room and, you know, our head hits a pillow and you're out, you wake up the next morning and you're off to the next adventure. Uh, we, so, uh, the day we checked in, typically when I go, I'm trying to go for a week. And so travel days are just, are just that the travel days, you get there, you get into your room, you get settled and then you go see something. Um, and we've always wanted to see Port Orleans French quarter. We've heard great things about it. So we got into our room, got checked in, got our stuff into our room. Actually, the room wasn't even available yet. We'd left it all with bell services. And <laughs> we uh, immediately grabbed a bus over to um, Disney Springs. And let me tell you, there is a boat that goes from Disney Springs down the Sasagula. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can go to a couple of different places. But we took that boat over to Port Orleans. And that was our first stop. And it was a wonderful boat ride, very relaxing. And then we got to visit Port Orleans. We got some beignets right away <laughs> at the, the <laughs> yeah. food court they have there. And uh, again, it's a moderate resort, so it's nice and quiet. Um, we checked out the pool a little bit. You know, there's not a lot of pool hopping that you can do, but we were able to just uh, walk around it and, and see what it was. Um, you know, that was our first day of of, of a resort hop, hopping that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when, when we say it's state of value because you're never there, there's so much to do. Resort hopping can be a couple of days worth on its own. Oh, yeah, and I, I totally agree. That's most of the time when I, I try to go for – I'll go to Disney for a week also and – you kind of do need that like little buffer day where you don't go into a park. Um, usually when I go with my parents, they like to just hang out at the resort. But most of the time when I go and I have that off day, I'm doing that just that. I'm I'm checking out resorts. I'm checking out other cool things on Disney property to do. But honestly, mainly um, going to these cool resorts. Um, most of the time I'll have a nighttime Disney Springs night on that day, uh, which is also, uh, also very cool. But I, yeah, I just love going, going around to these different resorts and it's, um, one of the things that you have to understand is you can't just take a bus straight to these resorts. So, so you can't take a bus straight from your resort to another resort. Uh, most of the time you have to go to Disney Springs uh, because at Disney Springs, there's a bus terminal there with all of the other resorts that you can get to. Um, or I've, I've also done this before. If, if, you're, if you're close enough to a park, uh, just take a bus to a park. And then they also have return service to all of these other resorts. So I've, I've done that too, where, where I've, just, I've gone to a park and uh, just went over to that little bus terminal area and then gotten on a bus over to a, over to a resort. Um, so it's just kind of like knowing those, those little things that you need to do. And that's why you're listening to miles from main street right now, because we have all the cool little nuggets for you. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you're uh, deciding to hop through a park, though, transfer through a park, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of screwed up uh, on one of our trips. We were um, we were at the boardwalk, and we needed to get back to Art of Animation, and it was closing time for some of the parks. Uh, Animal Kingdom had just closed, and I hopped on the bus. And I don't know if the driver didn't realize that we had hopped on the bus at Boardwalk or not, but we were hopping on a bus to go to Animal Kingdom and, and switch buses. And he uh, he goes heading over towards uh, Swan and Dolphin to drop off there. And he's kind of like, you guys don't have to stay here. <laughs> and <laughs> we're like, no, we're heading over to Animal Kingdom. And I said, but if you want to go right over to Art of Animation, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, I think we were the only people on the bus at, the, at that point. Um, King of the bus. Right. The bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we, get on, we, he's quiet for a while and, you know, we kind of shared a little bit of a laugh when I said that, but um, we're, we're going for a while and we're kind of heading that direction and, um then he says he asked us i don't know some question next thing i know he says well i'm taking you right over to art of animation and i could hear him kind of arguing on the radio uh <laughs> so i think he got his hand slapped a little bit but he's mm -hmm. like i i was kind of in a spot because you got on the bus before the park actually closed but then the park was closed and i'm not allowed to take you in to the park at that point mm -hmm. yep so he <laughs> decided to take us there. I tried to tip him. He's like, I can't, I can't take a tip. Mm -hmm. And which I did not know at the time. Um, but uh, cast compliment is a great thing to do through Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, tweet out cast compliment. They'll definitely get that back to the cast member to let them know. Um, so yeah, it, it, be careful. <laughs> you don't want to get somebody <laughs> in trouble because you made a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've actually, I've had that happen to me too. Not not going back to a park, but um, just staying out too late because I I love, it was downtown Disney at the time. Uh, and every single time I tried to mention Disney Springs, downtown Disney is the first thing on my mind because it was downtown Disney for so long. But while I was at Disney Springs, we were there probably till like one in the morning. Um, and it got to the point where like we were the only people there and I can't remember. We, I think we were walking over to the buses. We weren't even like to the bus area yet. And a bus just like came up next to, I think we were right in front of, I think it was like planet Hollywood. Like we were that far in and a bus just kind of like came up next to us and he was like, where are you guys staying? And we told him we were at the Valley Resorts. And so he just picked us up and took us there. Like that, that's how late out we were was a bus found us and took us to our resort. Um, <laughs> th thankfully, I don't think he got in trouble because I think he, I think, I don't know if like they just kind of like hang out and wait for, to find people to pick up. Um, or if it was just like, that was the end of his, his shift and he could have just gone wherever. Um, but yeah, that was that was one thing that I've ha had happened before, where I just like got picked up by a random bus, and um, they they took us back to a resort, uh, which just shows you how cool 
the whole transportation system in Disney is, is that they'll, they've got all of that stuff going on and the cast members are so great that they'll just kind of go out, out of their way to, to get you where you need to go. So that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. And let's not, um, you know, we are trying to talk about resorts, but transportation is a big part of staying mm-hmm. in resorts and getting to the resorts. So mm-hmm. uh, we did, you mentioned going around from resort to resort to resort. And I, I believe you may have mentioned the monorail in there. Um, <laughs> yep. So uh, we were able to do that as well. And it's really cool to stop at the Polynesian and spend an hour or two there and jump on the monorail and go over to the Grand Floridian and spend some time there. And you really get immersed. And you it when we did that, it, I just felt like it was a different day every time we got off of the monorail because you're <laughs> in just a completely different environment. Mm, yeah. And so it was it is a really cool thing to do. Um, people like to drink around the monorail, uh, which is what we did that day, except you know, my wife and I just split a drink at each stop. Um I don't recommend, you know, trying to do lots of <laughs> drinks and all that good stuff like some people do. Um, <laughs> maybe have some water while you're on the monorail, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've done that. Uh, I set up a dessert crawl on the monorail for my family one time. Um, oh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> the problem is I tried to do it after dinner and we ate too much at dinner and so no one mm. wanted dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got one stop in, but anyway. Yeah. Resort, resort, especially in that magic kingdom area, it's, it's very cool because they've got three of the, the coolest resorts on property. Uh, and one of my, my most favorite resorts is the Polynesian. If, uh, that's yes. definitely bucket list material is staying at the Polynesian and staying at the, Oh God, what are those houses on the water called bungalows? Are they bungalows? Yeah. 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 Staying at a bungalow at the Polynesian would, that's just goals right there. That would be so cool. Definitely. The, I just want to stay at the Polynesian. I mean, <laughs> we spent a lot of time there on our last couple of trips because we love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and with all this quarantining and this whole pandemic, I'll tell you what, man, the next time I get down there, we're doing it up. I don't I'm not even oh, yes. worried about the money anymore. It's like, <laughs> I'm just going and we're going to stay at the poly and we're going to have, someone's going to have a annual pass, maybe two of us. I don't know. Maybe all of us. We'll see. But I typically, when I go, I, I buy tickets for the, the amount of days that we're going to be in a park. I don't buy mm-hmm. tickets for the entire stay. Yeah. Um, so I want to be able to have tickets for the entire stay so that I can feel like it's okay to go into a park for a few hours mm-hmm. because I have this ticket I have to use instead mm-hmm. of, I don't have a ticket, so let's go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to go do it up uh, this next trip because I am tired of sitting around my house. Right. Oh man. I am right there with you. Uh, and fun fact, we're not even, we're not even into history yet. And we, we are just on a roll. So this might be the one episode we don't actually get to history. So here's your little history nugget, Brian. And, and I have it. 
the Beatles actually signed the paperwork to break up at the Polynesian Resort at Disney World. Uh, actually, I'm going to correct you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. It was John Lennon. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to have a meeting in New York to sign the paperwork. And I think John was probably emotional over it and wasn't interested in showing up. So he went to Florida instead. He was in Miami <laughs> and had a friend that uh, he was staying with. And they ended up going to Disney World. And they finally caught up to him there. <laughs> and so the lawyer came in and they signed it um a little corner room in one of the longhouses at Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Well, well see there you go this is why we call you the resident history buff because i had just a little i wasn't even completely correct with what i was saying but then you had the history though you got it yeah it's but good. then brian comes in with like all the facts and yeah <laughs> that's why we call you the resident history buff <laughs> cool so uh j- kind of jumping into our coping area to go along with uh resort hopping one of the one of my favorite things to do is and i've mentioned this before on the podcast is i love to watch walkthroughs cuz it kind of just feels like you're there and you're taking in everything about um the area that you're walking through and disney's really good with this because their detail is just so amazing with everything so walkthroughs are so cool cuz you can kind of just sit and and watch everything go by and there's so much detail uh, even in these resorts that you get to go to so that's one one big thing that i do and that i like to do is is watch walkthroughs of resorts uh, and it kind of helps you get the lay of the land if you're if you're going to be staying at a new resort a resort that you've never been to or a resort that you don't really know too much about is to kind of watch watch a walkthrough and kind of see where everything is if you if you need to learn where the front desk is or or where certain rooms are or something like that that that's one thing that you can do and and it's it's always important to know where the pool is because that's that's pretty important to a lot of people <laughs> um and so it's it's nice to kind of get a good lay of the land on these resorts that you haven't been to yet um and then going off of that youtube resort reviews um, there are so many resorts at, at Disney World. Um, Brian and I have only stayed in like a handful of these resorts. There's so many resorts that you can you can stay in. Just and so it's it's hard to kind of have a good opinion on all of these resorts without kind of like listening to reviews from other people. So that's what I like to do a lot is watch these resort reviews. A lot of times they'll go into a room and kind of like show you the, uh, all the things that are in the room and kind of the amenities that the resorts have. Uh, and they'll kind of give you their opinion on the resort, whether, whether, whether or not they like it, whether or not they don't. Um, and I, I love kind of having that information before I go into planning a trip. Um, and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll go on, um uh I'll go on the Disney website and I'll kind of do like fantasy planning where I'll I'll put in I'll kind of like price out like what I want to do 
uh, and and see if it's like doable at all. <laughs> sometimes it's really not, but sometimes I'll I'll surprise myself and and I'll be like, you know what? That's I could totally do that next time I go. Um, and so it's kind of like pre-planning. Uh, it's 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 not even really planning. It's just kind of like getting into like getting into the mindset and kind of fantasizing about like what you would do and like what's do what's doable. Um, and kind of having that insight into what other resorts you might want to stay at would help with, with fantasy planning and kind of going in and pricing out something and seeing where you'd want to go and how doable that is for you. Yeah. You know, the other day I was looking at um, staying down there for an extended time because I'm working from home. My wife is working from home. My kids could go virtual in a few weeks here. So why do I have to stay home? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I started like looking at what I could do at staying near Disney and, you know, maybe grab a ticket here or there to get into a park. Um, but most of the time spent at the resorts or at Disney Springs. And, you know, it, it seems safe enough. Why not? So I was looking around and found a place that is a condo that looks over Disney Springs. I mean, the shot, the picture they had, that shot was just beautiful. I could, you know, work out on a balcony looking at that all day long. No problem. (laughs) So it's fun to do things like that. You know, I've never stayed off campus, off property. I've always stayed on. I like being in in the bubble, but... Mm -hmm. It definitely uh, would be enticing to go do something like that. Yeah, that's that's completely genius. With with me and my work, I I am virtual. I'm all virtual, and I won't be. My work won't even consider taking us back until next year. So I I could just up and go somewhere and and work and and. Now that you mentioned that, that's something that like I would seriously consider. <laughs> just if, if I could just go, if I could just go work in Orlando right next to Disney, I mean, I would get nothing done. <laughs> that's the terrible thing. I would probably get nothing done because I I'd be so excited to do my next Disney adventure every day. Um, but it 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 would be pretty cool. I could I could probably get myself through two two weeks of work and <laughs> next to disney but oh man it, it would be difficult to to work that close to disney but i but it's definitely a something that's completely possible for for me right now because i'm working virtually um so yeah that's that's completely genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some deals out there you could rent a house you could rent a, an apartment um you know i found a really nice condo but uh, one of these days, that yeah. would be something to do. So one cool thing with these Disney YouTubers and vloggers that I watch is a lot of them actually go go in and review these resorts. And so I've mentioned this before. It kind of feels like a friend when I watch some of these people like Tim Tracker. I feel like I have a personal relationship with him because it just feels like like we're buddies. And whenever he goes into a resort, it feels like I'm, I'm there with a friend. 
Um, and I love those videos because of that. But it's it's cool because I kind of I respect his his point of view on things, and he he seems like a really knowledgeable person. Um, and so it's so he has um, a couple resort reviews. He uh, I think he has like a little um, theme going on with that where where they'll get they'll get to Disney Springs and then they'll find a bus to get on and then they'll go review that resort. Um, another big one. I believe he has an entire playlist set up. Yeah, yeah. That, so you can that's, just watch him. Yeah, that's that's the that's the word I was looking for. Um, <laughs> uh, but another big one, um, and this was kind of um, back in the day when I kind of first, not really when I first got into Disney World, but like when I started to get real real serious about planning trips and stuff like that, uh, is Diz Unplugged is constantly reviewing Disney resorts. And um, they're they're very good with staying up to date with all these different resorts and um, like I just feel like they're constantly reviewing things and and kind of updating their point of view uh, with a bunch of these resorts. So that's another big one that I like to keep in mind uh, and kind of go into to get get how they're feeling about a resort because that's 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 another one with. Uh, a lot of really, really smart people, people who are uh, completely invested into into Disney. It's pre- pretty much their life um, is is Disney and all things Disney. So uh, it's another big one that I like to I like to check out a lot for uh, resort reviews and stuff like that. One other thing I'll I'll plug is here with the ears. Mm-hmm. They have a YouTube channel. They spent an entire year, all of 2019 living on property that was their home oh yeah yep at the end of 2018 they sold their house and they went to disney and they stayed on property all year so what they did is they have room tours they stayed in every single room type that disney has oh my god yeah it was two or three night stays every time and so they have all of those videos on out on YouTube now, so you can really get an idea of where you want to stay with that, and with the Diz Unplugged, and with Tim Tracker. I mean, there's plenty of content out there for you to get information. Yeah, uh, definitely, and that's one of the the big things I kind of wanted to do with this channel was not only kind of give people an outlet for being from the Midwest and being far away, but also kind of like, how do you get into uh, like social media and type stuff uh, with Disney? Uh, it took me a while. The first, the first one that I got into was, was Dis Unplugged. And then after a while I found a bunch of other, other places. And so we'll kind of sprinkle those in here and there for you guys and, and go check, check out these, these personalities and you won't be disappointed because all the, all these people are amazing. Definitely a good choice. Cool. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Today we went over some planning tips, online check-in. Be sure to utilize that. It definitely makes checking into your resort a lot easier and a, and a lot faster. In Coronado Springs, we talked quite a bit about uh, it's a wonderful property and can be quiet at times uh, as long as there's not some convention there. So uh, definitely consider that as a place to stay.
we went over all the different places that we've stayed and our favorite stays and resort hopping. That's a big thing that if you're into the Disney resorts and you haven't gone resort hopping, definitely do that because it's a lot of fun. Um, we talked about different coping strategies with YouTube videos and YouTube reviews. Yeah, and we kind of finished it up with some uh, fantasy planning and some of the trips that we like to think we're going to take. Uh, if you need, need to waste a good hour, you could spend some time thinking about a good place to go. Yeah, I know. I, I've definitely done that before. I have several fantasy trips planned out, <laughs> ready to <laughs> pull the trigger once COVID is gone. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys, and be sure to tune in next week to Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 